Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is WTIC Pet Talk. Today, Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital takes your pet health questions. Whether you have a dog, cat, or hamster, this is a show for you and your best friend. Call in now at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. And now, Pet Talk. Good afternoon, and it is a gorgeous afternoon. Hi there, I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis. I am live here taking phone calls. All any questions you have, please send them my way. I'm from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital, and I've been away for a little bit. Um, it was nice seeing Tom again, um, my producer. It's, um, you know, sometimes in life things things happen, and we've had some family uh, medical issues that occurred, but you know, I needed to step away for a little bit and um, was really very um, pleased and, and grateful to um, the, the Odyssey um, people. We, we had some uh, Lori fast filled in um, a weekend or two, and then we've, um, they allowed to us to run some of the best shows that we've had in the past. So I do appreciate your patience that we haven't been in the studio for a little bit, but let's make up for some lost time. If you have any kind of um, thoughts or concerns about your pets, give me a call. I would love to talk to you as many individuals as possible, answer as many questions, or even just have a a little dialogue about something that concerns you, something that you're seeing people are doing with their pets, or maybe even a family member yourselves that you just feel maybe are not. There has to be a better way that maybe people are doing things, because it's all about education. And that's why for well over a decade plus, um, Come in on Saturday afternoons to help educate you, help educate people that you know, because who is the best advocate of your pets? It's you. And um, they can't speak for themselves. We need to kind of be um, their eyes and ears and, and communicate to where they can get help. So that's what we're all about. So give me a call here at 800-966-9842 or 860-522-522. 9842 and of course 9842 stands for WTIC. So as I said I'm from the the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. We uh you know I've, even with everything going on in um on the personal side of things continue to work very hard at the hospital. Um people are continuing to adopt pets. I drove by a uh pet store today and I saw a sign that there is an adoption uh I guess an event going on today. So just a reminder that if you're thinking about doing so and you, you drive by a sign like I did today and then you're making a U-turn, U-turn and go into the driveway, 
Um, you know, think about what you're doing. Make sure that the type of pet that you have is going to fit in very well with your lifestyle. You know, this is a 10-year, 12-year, 15-year commitment many times. And yes, they give us incredible amount of company. They are, I think they're one of the best things in our lives. Um, but of course, I'm impartial in that case. But do just think it through. Yes, we want to help these pets that need homes. But at the same time, we have to also make sure that your quality of life is only improved. Let's be a little bit selfish because that's how our pet and animal bond really tends to our human animal pet bond tends to be the strongest is that everybody is happy on both sides. Now this weekend, uh, there are lots of activities going on, lots of things that are happening outdoors. Even though technically the 4th of July has um, passed uh, this week, it is still a season of fireworks. I think uh, when I was walking into uh, the I was just listening to the news as I was like setting up here in the studio and talking about New London is having their sale fest, I believe. And tonight they're going to have fireworks. And I know I live in the, the town of Simsbury and we have the Hartford Symphony Talcott Mountain Series, which is a beautiful music uh, festival that happens um, almost every every Friday in in July. And there's usually some fireworks that are associated with it. Those uh, baseball fans, you, you that attend you know, some of the minor league games that we have in the state of Connecticut, some nights they have fireworks. So even though the fourth is um, passed, we still have to be concerned about our pets with fireworks. And they're just a innate fear for some of them. Now, some dogs and cats, absolutely no problem. But again, those of you that just this may be your first season with having some of these uh, pets in your home, you, this is a day that you kind of have to really be extra diligent the, the night or the evening that fireworks are going to go off in a town near you. And the other thing, too, is that I have seen people just more fireworks in people's backyards than ever before, too. I, and I'm not I'm not a I don't feel comfortable around at home fireworks. That's just my own comfort level. But I don't know if it's easier to access them, but I just feel like I hear it almost every weekend. Somebody's uh, lighting fireworks and they're going off. So this does affect our pets. And, you know, and they can react differently, like I said, to fireworks, just as certain people do. I absolutely love them when they're being put on by a professional. And some aren't upset at all. Others just can get hurt. Absolutely. They, they hurt themselves because they panic. And they'll actually jump through closed windows. They'll boat through doors. And they want to get away from the terrifying noise and lights. So your pets, first of all, I would not bring them to a fireworks event. Do not bring them to the park. It is best if you do keep them home. And and again, if you feel that you have a pet that does not is only is going to panic through this or you've seen them react when you're home, then you want to make sure you if you're going to go out to fireworks, you want to make sure that you set them up in a nice situation where they're going to be safe. Uh, my dog, I have I can speak from experience, my dog Jack He's 75 pounds, but he is afraid of fireworks. He's afraid of thunder, but he has kind of figured out what is works out best for him. We do not medicate him. I tried one of those thunder shirts for him. I don't think it made much of a difference, but some of you may say, no, 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 it, it does help my, my pet. But he, uh, we have a crate down in a finished basement and we leave the door a kind of a jar it's not locked and when he feels the need that he likes to be in the basement when he hears these scary sounds it just kind of bangs on the door 
the door opens, he walks in, and then it closes just enough so that he feels very comfortable. And other times, we um, he wants to be behind a reclining uh, chair. That's where his safe place is booked. The main thing is some dogs and cats also want to go in a tub. They want to go in a bathroom. Don't pull them out. Let them find their safe place, and that will make a huge difference. If you have people coming in and out of your house and you've got these noises going on with fireworks or thunderstorms, keep your cats and your dogs in a secure area so you don't want them running out and you don't want them bolting. Some cats might even be better off in their crate or their carrier. Some of the things that people will ask me about often is what about some of these products, some of these things that, you know, that are drug-free remedies, some things that are like holistic. And those synthetic pheromone sprays, they can be helpful. I tell people they will do no harm. In cats, many of you have, may have heard of something called feel-away. And you can either put it in as a, um, as a spray inside the carrier, or sometimes they even have it where it's a plug-in in dogs, something called adaptil. Many people feel that that helps their pets, and it imitates the properties or the natural pheromones of the lactating female, and that which always gives kittens and puppies a sense of well-being and calmness. So for some, that may work. Another herbal relaxant is something called composure, and it comes in chews and liquid. You, if it's something that you, the flashing and the lights are going on, um, sometimes closing the curtains can help them too, to help reduce some of that visual stimulation. I will play some calming music to kind of reduce the stress for, for our dog personally. Mike, well, I have a cat as well and she, she's oblivious. She does not care about the sounds. She'll, she'll be, she's very comfortable. Some people even put earmuffs on their dogs. I find that it's almost like some dogs that just don't tolerate the booties on their feet when people want to put those on. Most dogs don't want anything like that on their ears. But those are some of the things that you can do that um, are easy and it's not going to do any harm. Uh, Also, you can kind of classically kind of counter condition them by giving them treats and offer them just, you know, their favorite toys. Now, if they don't want the treat and they don't want the toys, then, then leave it alone. But if you can kind of give them something else to think about, that's also something that can work. If you feel none of these things work, you can actually go ahead and speak with your veterinarian. There are some prescription medications I have prescribed, many others have prescribed, and just to kind of try to keep your pets from being very nervous around these loud noises. But talk to your veterinarian, and not all medications are going to be safe and um, for your pet, so don't use any of your human medications for your pets. And I think so we have got somebody that wants to give us a call. Maybe they're going to talk about those <laughs> their medications they're giving their pets. <laughs> But you don't never ever use any human medications um, because the dosages really can be so different. And some of these will be um, something called clomipropine. Um, we've also have trazodone tends to work very well, and it just tends to reduce the the serotonin level in these dogs. And I have had some very sick. Very, very happy owners that just feel their pets are doing so much better when they're on those. So kind of prepare ahead of time. Try not to, if you've got fireworks happening tonight, this is not the best day to, to call your veterinarian. But, you know, if you know something like I think another town, usually Newington has something on, on in July as well, that you know, call ahead and your veterinary office will be very, very happy um, to, to add something to you and your dog and cat's quality of life. So what I'm going to do is um, take a 
quick break, and then um, we're going to talk to Dave, who has something else he'd like to add about fireworks. Again, those of you that don't have pets that um, don't are oblivious to these things, you, you think, well, what's the big deal? But it is a big deal. The, the stress that people go through and their pets go through and also the fact that something, whatever we can do to try to avoid it is ideal. So we'll, we're going to be back with more pet talk from a second and we'll talk to Dave. It feels like an endless summer, right? We've had gorgeous weather almost every weekend. And let's hope it lasts like this. I can do without the the heat and humidity when it gets like 95 degrees. Welcome back to the veterinary edition of Pet Talk. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis. And part of summer is always has to do with some loud noises, whether it's thunderstorms and fireworks. Um, We were talking about just before the break, and there are things that we can do to keep our guys comfortable, keep them as relaxed as possible. We can't take away their fear, but this is there are things that we can do to make them feel a little bit better. And Dave, um, thank you for calling in. You've got something else that I missed, huh? Yes. uh, Okay. Thank you. what my wife actually figured out is our German short hair pointer that for years had been running into a, a master closet when like thunder or any fireworks went on, but shaking crazy. Right. Scared. Yeah. And what she did was bought a noise machine with a loud fan noise or wind in the room, and he doesn't even shake anymore. He runs into that room, he calms right down and doesn't hear anything else but the noise machine, and it's been working great ever since. That's an excellent idea. You know, I think sometimes that's even, and you kind of put it up on the loud, the loud setting yeah, so that it's. Yeah, as it'll go. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And he's sort of comfortable with that sound and, and is not really concentrated with any outside noise as much as he ever was before, you know. Right. Yeah. So it certainly takes the stress away. Absolutely. Yeah. I think someone else is calling with some thoughts too on this, but you know what? So, um, two, I just a little clarification. So you still let him go in the closet. So that's his safe yeah. place, but you that's provide. Okay. Yeah. And I put a bed in there for him and he only uses that spot when he, when he feels really uncomfortable. Oh. And I leave it open for him, and it works great. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. And I think, again, that's why I appreciate calls like this, because this is um, it, it, it kind of uh, verifies some of the things that we we're talking about. Let them go where they want to go. And I yeah, actually... I wait. Yeah? I couldn't wait to call in and say it. You said that. When you said, let them go where they want, I'm like, yes. Yes. Right, Dave, you're doing yeah. it. Yeah, you're doing everything the right way, but this is really helpful. And, you know, I, I sleep with a sound machine, too. I just like that little low level. That's how I, I even travel with it, hotel rooms. Sure. So, you I know, understand. here, I, I have it in my home, but I've never thought about using it for my dog if I needed it's to. great. Yeah. Well, listen, let's get through this summer. And you, do you do it with thunderstorms, too? That's what absolutely. The, yeah. It works just as great. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate the input so much. Thank you very much. Have a good time. You t- yeah. We do. Thank you. Bye-bye All now. Right. Oh, my goodness. That is excellent. I think that's just such a fabulous, um, you know, kind of uh, consideration. And, and those things are not that expensive. And, you know, so I, I've had some. I like just the, the, the fan, kind of the white noise sound. I'm, I know some of these... Um, 
uh, so some of these noisemakers will also sound, and you can hear frogs in the background or the ocean or something like that. But I think just like that high white noise sounds really perfect. But I think we're going to continue on some more thoughts about fireworks and helping our pets. So, uh, oh, and Dave, your name is Dave, too. How are you? Good. I'm Dave number one. No, I'm not Dave, too. <laughs> okay. Hey, anybody, anybody who takes their dogs to a fireworks display? Yeah. You're giving the dog PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. No, I, I, that's why, hopefully that's how I started this I, off. I Never, mean, ever. Like, you have to be so moronic to do that. It's not even funny. But, but I see it, and you must see it, too, and I don't understand, and I think that's where. I've been I, in the military. I've seen it in people. I might have a little bit of myself, but I'm telling you right now, if you do that to an animal, mm-hmm. you're an idiot. Yeah. See, I'm I'm a little bit more gentle, gentle. I think sometimes it's just a matter of people not knowing, especially so many people have gotten pets for the okay, first time. Okay, so okay. I'm going to be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can't sit there and say people not knowing. Okay. So when you walk down the street and you hear something go off and it's a loud bang, what do you do? Right. Your whole body goes in the, what the hell was that? <laughs> I agree. I agree with if that. You and you're that 55 <laughs> times in one hour. <laughs> I know. It, and the same it's thing. It's not you, good for anybody. Well, you even hear little. or man or woman. I, I, so, Dave, are you saying you do not enjoy fireworks yourself? Does it not feel comfortable for you? Is that what you're saying? I, I'm not getting the intense. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go to them. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't search them out. Well, I kind of hear them. Yeah. I just sit there and listen. I just, yeah. I just sit in my apartment and listen to them. Well, I know I sometimes youngsters and babies, you see how they react. But again, the animals, it's fright and flight. That's what animals, um, that's what their makeup is. And they hear something, so they're going to run away. And they, so many times, we this, we see the injuries that come into our emergency hospitals from nights like this. So I agree with you. But I, part of bringing this up as a topic is to educate. I think, again, ignorance is not always people's fault. Yes, they may not think things through. But some, that's why we're going to try to like start with the basics here. So I appreciate that. And again, you're reinforcing the fact don't put no. them in the car. Don't bring them with you. And I if have gone up to people. you take an animal to a fireworks show and expect them to be okay after that, you're a moron. Your point is well taken. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate have it. Have a happy day. Okay, bye-bye now. Uh, yes, I mean, my passion is just as strong as Dave, number one, as he said. Uh, my, my passion is there. I just have... A little bit different approach. I think sometimes, um, again, honey attracts a little bit more, but he, he is right. And, and there is the, once this happens, and it does tend to fright them, frighten them forever, and it's very hard to overcome and to make these pets relaxed again. And even my own, um, you know, we got our dog when he was eight months old, and he came with a lot of this baggage. I think someone else wants to know, call in too about this. But he came in at eight months old. He was left outside in, in Missouri somewhere. And so there are certain fears that he had being tied outside for the first eight months of his life that I can't overcome now. He doesn't want to walk during the day. Um, and I, and that f- I can see his fear because I can actually see his heartbeat uncontrollably when he becomes frightened. We do medication to try to help them. But again, Dave's point is right. 
right on the money with this in that, you know, let's let's not even expose them to them. Keep them home. Please keep them home. And uh, again, as I was saying, we have a, a little bit more conversation on the fireworks. And I and I love this. Again, I love this. The fact that the, the idea is, hey, Laura, Laurel. Oh, yeah. How are you? I am good. Um, just a little bit of a, a, an extra on that. Yeah. I hate fireworks. I hate thunderstorms, <laughs> okay. but I hate fireworks. Okay. And all my, even as a kid, I would go and my parents would bring me and then I go after the first one, let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So sometimes, but when I had animals, I tried to keep it like thunder and everything like that. I tried to keep myself calm. Mm-hmm. Right. Now we figured out why I don't like fireworks. I am old. I am over 70. When I was 10 days old, somebody leaned in to take a picture of me and the flash camera exploded. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. So so if you think that anything in an animal cannot be something that was imprinted on them in an early age, including a person, mm-hmm. it can. Right, right. It, it took me a long time to finally figure it out when I talked to my mother about it. And she goes, oh, yeah, I wonder if that had anything oh to do with it. Oh, my gosh, exploded. That's quite, so, that's so, quite a relationship there. Yeah, so think about that. And then sometimes animals are okay. And then if you weren't home one day and the thunderstorm came off and something also bad happened, an animal that was okay for two or three years all of a sudden isn't okay anymore. Right, right. I, I've seen that. You're, that's a good point. And then I, I remember my own, um, my, one of my previous dogs, it, she started when she was about three, four years old, becoming yeah. very frightened about thunderstorms, and it lasted until she lost her her hearing, her sense right. of hearing. And then right. it was like, okay, now no thunderstorms. But now, do I have it right? Is Newington going to have their, their summer days? Is that coming up? Does it, they do they probably sp- do. I live about two miles from Mill Pond where right. they do it. Right, That's not so bad. I can stay outside even and look. Right. Oh. Um, my animals, it doesn't. But I don't know enough about that. I'm, I okay. work all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, I, I, I just the point is that, you know, again, it's not just the 4th of July. All summer long, these towns are having their different kind of festivals. Yep. New London is tonight. So, um, yeah, I thought I would just ask you about My grandparents grew up in, I, I kind of semi grew up in Newington, so I feel yeah, like I know it well. well. so did I. You know, and, and I'm still working, and I work for, for a veterinarian practice, too. So, <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't it the best? I mean, and, and I've got to go to news, hard. but... It's it's hard work, but it's it's very um, it, it 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 makes your days worthwhile, and it, and we. Well, that's why I keep on working when I'm seventy one years old. Good for you, Laurel. And I mean, I worked for another practice for twenty six years, and the front desk the last two years during the pandemic was horrible. I know, people yelling I... at you, people screaming at you. <laughs> Well, we're going to keep smiling, and i got to take my heartbreak for the for the news. Right, you do keep doing your good job, too, okay? Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye now. All right, as promised, we are going to go to news. We'll be right back. Here we come. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Walk down the street, we get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We go where we want to. Do what we like Tom, to do. I know you're a lot younger than I am. Do you know this song? No. <laughs> I was afraid of that. There are some people out there in the audience, the listening audience, that do. I'm gonna. I was gonna touch on monkeypox. I was thinking about that we would be doing it around this segment of um, of the break, but the fireworks conversation took off. So I am gonna mention and talk a little bit about monkeypox a little bit later in the show. That was gonna tie into our music coming back, and I was thanking Justin Levine who provides our music, our bumper music. But that was the monkeys um, that were singing that song. It's an oldie, but goodie. I am Dr. Andrea Dennis, and welcome back to the veterinary edition of Pet Talk. We have had a lively Saturday here. And I just want to talk about a couple of things, jumping off some of the conversation. First, I do not want to forget Laurel, um, who is over 70 years old, still working, still working in veterinary medicine. And she was, you know, the ending the conversation about how hard things have been, and they have. I am eternally grateful for my staff. They have shown un, unrelentless, punch, um, you know, sort of uh, patience. I think everyone, we work in the veterinary field because we absolutely do love it, but we work hard. And again, from learning how to, when COVID started, you know, over two years ago, learning how to provide excellent service while doing it curbside was a challenge. Keeping your staff healthy, making sure people, we still wear masks inside. We have to. If one person gets sick, then everything gets turned upside down. So, you know, again, it's hard, but we all still are I'm still thankful every day that I, I get to do what I do. But thank people like Laurel that continue to work. And, and again, my staff has been incredible. So and so if you're looking for a change in careers at this point in time, you know, think about veterinary technician. Think about a veterinary receptionist. If you have a little medical background in terms of working in a doctor's office and you're thinking you want to do something a little different, I know we're looking for a um, exceptional receptionist. We're looking for someone that just kind of is something they always wanted to work with animals. They may not feel that comfortable, but you know, if you have some medical background, give us a call at the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. I think that we would, uh, we definitely have a, a couple of places uh, for for people to to find employment. And I love working in there, so I would think everybody else would love working there. <laughs> so that's my um, own prejudice as well. The other thing that I wanted to to jump on was going back to the fireworks and the fact that some of these animals will just rip 
their collars off if you have them on a leash and you're taking them to a festival, which we said do not do. Uh, the and they or they run out of the house, they get away. You t- you let them to go out to go to the bathroom, and I would never do that as a dog without having them on a leash because you never know when something is going to go off in the back when they run away, and then you don't know what's happened to them. Please, if you can. Have your dogs and cats microchipped. We do it in a painless manner. It is a permanent identification. It is not an expensive way of identifying. I do want to clarify, it is not a uh, tracker for your pets. But what this microchip does, and it's a very small little tiny capsule that goes underneath the skin, That the number that will come up when it's scanned will go to your information, your personal information, how you should be contacted if this pet is found. And all every veterinary hospital has one of these scanners. Every police department, um, animal control officer has it. So it's a universal system. The stories that you will hear about how dogs are being reunited. I think this past week there was, of course, I was watching it on the news and started crying because it was a dog that was missing from 2010. And the dog was just in horrific condition when it was found. But the original owner from 2010, even though the dog was just found and this dog looked emaciated, it was weak. They came, they traveled over a thousand miles to come and get this dog that was an originally theirs and was missing since it was six months of age. And the whole way they were connected or reconnected was through this microchip. Okay. And I usually tell people when they do make, put your personal information, when you have to fill out the forms, once your dog or cat is microchipped, put your cell phone down because some of us move, some of us, you know, again, have different home numbers, but the cell phone generally does not change, but make sure that's the phone number you want to put down for contacting them. So I just wanted to make sure that you um, were aware of, of doing that with a microchip and that really helps during this time as well. So as promised, I've had a lot of calls, a lot of calls going on about uh, people about monkeypox and what people are concerned about there. Okay, first of all, the first time it was mentioned, it was actually a phone call here. It was actually a phone call where people were concerned about, you know, whether pets could get micro um, monkeypox, and it was at that time there were only ten states in the United States that actually had uh, sort of reported cases. Since then, it looks like there's over 35 states in the U.S. that have reported cases. And just looking at the numbers from the CDC, uh, just quickly scanning California is by far the, the number one state with 136 cases. We actually have three here in Connecticut that have been reported uh, I, I take that back. New York has 153, but it's it's spreading. And I don't I'm not here to kind of talk about the specific human. Co- I mean, concerns in terms of how it's spreading. I don't necessarily understand it. I, I sometimes people are saying we're not paying enough attention to it. I really don't know. I'm going to leave that for healthy rounds to discuss where I'm coming in is that more cases are being identified more states are seeing it. So what about our pets? How concerned do we have to be about our pets? And at this point in time, we have not had any confirmed cases of, of, of monkeypox from dogs, uh, from people to dogs. And I think also, um, oh, I know 
I feel better now. It looks like Joe's calling. He's got some concerns about microchips, so we'll be talking to him. All right, Joe, you hang in there. Um, but I think that please try to relax about this. Um, I think if you do have a case of monkeypox, you don't want your pet on your lap. You do not want to touch them. We talked about this during COVID, too. Try not to make that contact, even though we do not see these cases happening. We do know that other warm-blooded mam- mammals can get it. So prairie dogs are one of the ones, one of the um, sort of the species that we know can get monkeypox. And we don't, we just want to make sure our pets are safe and then in terms of transmission. But at this point in time, we do not see it as a major concern, but let's be smart. You know, and again, I don't assume that people know what to do. I know same thing with COVID. When I tell would tell people, listen, when you're sick, do not have your 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 Max or whatever the name of your dog is or on or cat on your lap. Just try and but people didn't really quite see that. So let's try to do the same thing with monkeypox as well. Let's kind of be safe with that. Okay. Hey, Joe, how are you? Hello. Hi there, Joe. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> now I'm doing everything right on my end. You can Hello. hear him, right, Tom? I Hello. don't know what he's doing. Okay, I'm gonna have. No, to... I'm here. I'm all here. right, all right. I was gonna hang up on you. No, I was here for the whole thing. Uh huh. Now you mentioned microchips. I just want to let people know. Uh huh. Usually, about... usually you use it home again, right? Yep. The microchip by the AKC re- reunited. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a home again chip. If you register that chip with uh, AKC, yeah, for twenty dollars, roughly twenty dollars for life, you get poison control. Nice, mm-hmm. and also roughly for twenty dollars for life, you get if the dog's lost, they'll send out emails and all that stuff. Nice, you know. Mm-hmm. With home again, it's roughly twenty dollars a year. Right. They were the same company, but they split because they went profit home again or whatever. You know, it's right. not profit AKC. And I have a microchip from a, from AKC. I ordered it, and they shipped it to my house, and my vet put it in. And even she says just, it went in nicely. But even if you already have home again, yeah, you could just call them up. I think it's a one-time fee of like $35, but then you get that for life, poison control. I already used poison control a few times. That's really good information. And again, I kind of lit that my um, my front desk staff kind of keep tr- up with that. So I now, how do you spell? That's reunite. It's by AKC, right? Re- reunited. It's the AKC chip. Okay. It was like, like that. We're the same company. Home again went profit. They stood nonprofit. Right. Okay. I'm going to look that up. So that's really good to know because again, to you know, you you. You you have the permanent once you register that it's it's that should be for life even with the the um, home again that in terms of if your your pet gets lost they're still going to re- reconnect you but what you're saying is that you get this extra the the pet for a one time fee for you, one time fee of twenty yeah. bucks you get yeah. poison control okay. for life and for another twenty dollars like uh, home again sends out flyers whatever email blast right. uh, if your dog's lost they right. do that for life. Okay. And like, even if you have home again chip in, in your dog, if you call them up, I think it's whatever the price is, $30, $35 might be less. You, re, you register that trip, trip with that, the trip with them, and then they, you get those other, you can buy those other features for $20 for life. 
I don't have to tell you, because my understanding is sometimes if you call a veterinarian, dog ate something, a lot of times they'll say call poison control. Right. You know, so you're still, what's that, 60 bucks? What do you have to call poison control? Oh, control? yeah. I mean, poison, and, I mean, one of them is over like $95 now. Yeah. It, it's quite expensive. No, that's excellent. So, um, yeah, I got it. I just Googled it, so I have it. I'm going to do a little bit more research on that. Again, I always like um, learning new things. So that's, and the key thing here is even though if the chip was home again, you can switch over the registration one time. Yeah. Uh, that's really good, excellent information. You always yes. have good information. I know. You're right. Passion. But another thing, too, though. <laughs> People to tell them, you might, you might do it already, but other people that go to other vets, tell them, I forgot, I forgot this time, tell them to scan for the chip, because sometimes I don't have to tell you, it can migrate. It does, and I, you know, and we do that, you know, again, we're seeing more, you know, new patients all the time, and we do, uh, we, every new patient, we always microchip them. Uh, there, about three weeks ago, we found a dog that had two microchips in it. So, oh. <laughs> so um, yeah, but that is something that we do. And the other thing, too, is um, we probably could be a little bit better about doing it ev- during every annual physical exam with our own patients. I, 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 I forgot. I should have mentioned it. When, when I went, I just had, what was it, June or May? Yeah. When I had it, I should have told them just to scan it. Yeah. I, I guess I, I could go walk by there and tell them to do it. Yeah, so. but, but and also, too, I mean, we're happy to do that, too. We've had people bring in their own chips. And we've gone ahead and placed it. I just brought up online. It says lifetime enrollment is only nineteen fifty. Yeah. That's good. That is excellent information. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Be safe. You too. Bye bye. You know, with Joe ending in such a good manner, um, why don't we take our last break of the day, Tom? Okay, and then we'll come back. I still have time for more questions. Please give it a call. You're listening to Pet Talk. This song, right? Okay, good. <laughs> I don't feel so bad. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to the veterinary edition of Pet Talk. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. And listen, if you did not have a chance to call in, you're sitting by, um, I don't know, the beach, or it's just not a good situation, you're in the car. You know, I have a website, uh, we have a website that we... Um, you can easily contact us. It's Bloomfield Animal Hospital CT.com. That's Bloomfield Animal Hospital CT.com. We've got quite a bit of uh, information uh, about taking care of your pets, what to do if your your animal is skunked in the middle of the night. There's a nice little recipe of uh, well, how to get rid of that along with a lot of other information. We even have some links to some of our old shows that we have done. So uh, you can even a podcast, I guess, so to speak, of some of the shows that we've done here, um, as well as I am a regular guest on um, um, WFSB Channel 3 and talking about your pets there. So there was some links there, too, about seeing some of our shows. Uh, so we're going to – this is our last 10 minutes – so if you have a quick question or you want something you just want to throw out there, give me a call at 860-522-9842 or 1-800-966-9842. I just don't want to ignore a group of pets that I know some of you have. And um, I, 
I don't have a comfort level, so I guess that's why I don't really talk about you know mice and rats and um, you know I know people some some people have pet rats or pet rodents, but one of the things when we were talking about the the monkeypox, you know we I did mention the fact that. It is a good idea. Even the CDC is recommending anybody that does have a case of monkeypox just temporarily, either remove your pets from their home if you can, but at least do not engage with them if you can have somebody else take care of them. But there is evidence that the disease um, can spread a little bit easier to, to rodents. And both the CDC and the European CDC both say that it's best just to avoid contact with them. But there, there is that capability, you know, based on the susceptibility and some of the studies that show that rodent species are more likely to be susceptible rather than dogs and cats. And we really haven't shown that dogs and cats are an issue. But again, I think this whole monkeypox uh, issue, we're learning more every day. I can talk to you about what we're learning about COVID as well every day. So some of these new infectious diseases are reappearing infectious diseases, we don't know everything. Uh, And we're just going to try to do our best keeping that information uh, up to date. So if you have those little rodents in the home, be a little extra careful on that, okay? Since we have a moment, and right now I have no phone calls, it is the the open lines are free. I have had a couple of uh, people call in too. Uh, We were talking about, Joe was mentioning pet poison control and uh, the ASPCA also has a, they have their poison control and it's something that there are specialists now that just talk about toxicity and in so many times I'm here on the show talking about what not to do, what not to expose your animals to. But I try to time that those suggestions with the time of year and sunscreen in particular is something that I'm getting a lot of calls about. It's one of those items that the Animal Poison Control Center, they get regular calls on this, especially in the summer. And if you read the back of a container of sunscreen, you know it can contain many different ingredients. Generally, the primary reported issue for pets who have ingested sunscreen is they get GI upsets, especially those with severe and uh, bloody diarrhea, vomiting, and they get really dehydrated pretty badly. The two ingredients that primarily are the most dangerous, and I want you to kind of remember this, and it's all about reading labels, right? It's all about reading labels. Um, I don't know if someone's calling about (laughs) 4th of July or we're going to do the um, sunscreen, but the two primary ingredients you should know about are salicyclates and zinc oxide. You want to avoid those if you're thinking about putting anything ever on your pet, which I would always talk to your veterinarian about that. But if you have the sunscreen in your purse or your beach bag and the beach bag is down on the ground and then you feel that you all of a sudden the tube of sunscreen is just all over the place, you have to at least let them know the name of the product that you have or your pet has gotten into so your so our emergencies hospital know how to deal with it. And that's salicyclics and zinc oxide. So I try to stay away from even bringing those sunscreens that have those ingredients into um, into my home. Just to be, my cat will nibble on anything that she finds on the counter, anything. So with that being said, um, just Let's be a little smart about our sunscreen. Know that if your pet gets into it, you have to do a call. And if we can avoid even buying it, that's even better. That's even better. So 
Um, I think what I'm going to do is try to, again, I always try to get as many calls in as possible. So I'm not sure I have the whole picture on this, but I'm going to let Lisa, Lisa, tell me her case. How are you today, Lisa? Uh, good, thank you. Yeah, how are the, how how are things in your car? It sounds like you're in your car. I am, I am, <laughs> and I always listen to you when I can. Thank you, thank can you. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay, for sure. I have a big problem, and uh, I, I don't know how to solve it. I had dogs all my life, uh, rescues and everything, and I've never had this problem. I, uh, I have a... a dog that I bring everywhere with me. Um, I have lupus and uh, other things, and she is my Zoloft. Okay, got and, it. And uh, my older dog right now is uh, getting older, and I just, not to replace her, but I just said, you know, to my husband, I need to get a smaller dog that I could take with me. Sure. He got me a, a little chihuahua, which I have now is a long-haired chihuahua. He got me a little long-haired chihuahua after looking at rescues and stuff, couldn't find any. Um, she's perfectly, she's like the perfect little girl. And then if four months after she was uh, spayed, be a little bit before she was spayed, she could turn Jekyll and Hyde like Sybil. Oh. So I'll be petting her on her back and everything, and all of a sudden she'll turn around, look at me, her eyes will go sideways, her ears will go back, and she will lunge at me. Oh. I have um, cuts from her that keep bleeding. I have scars. But then, you know, she's perfectly fine. Right, right. And I brought her to a trainer. She's like, oh, she's just a puppy, blah, blah, blah. And I talked to a doctor, and she said maybe she has to go on Prozac. I have the bottle of Prozac. I got it filled, but I'm very afraid to give it to her. She's just four pounds, but she packs a punch when she bites. Yeah, and you have to be so careful with your autoimmune yes. condition. So, yeah. Exactly. I was septic already. Yeah. And um, she has possessive, and she's... Um, she takes tantrums. It's almost like a tantrum, and she's trying to be top dog, I think, because I have two other dogs and a cat. Right. I think she's trying to, you know, be top dog or something, even over me and my husband. I, I don't know what to do. Right, but it's these tend these t attacks tend to happen when you're holding her. She doesn't like just attack attack your ankles as you're walking. No, okay. no. It's actually when she's on the couch next to me, and I, I love to pick up my dogs. They give me such comfort. My I other know. one, I just hold her, and I, I feel know. so good. You know, I can hold her, and I never know when she's going to turn. Right. I, you know, what I would suggest, because I don't have all the answers, I do think that there's going to, the, sounding by the severity of her reaction, it is going to be some sort of behavior modification in terms of the, the training part of it, but also some medicinal side. Um, I'm sure your veterinarian with the Prozac uh, dosed it appropriately for your size dog. Uh, there's other medications too, but what I always suggest is doing both at the same time, not just let's do the drugs and see what happens. I think I really love the Tufts Behavioral Center, and there is a waiting list, um, Lisa, but it sounds like you are kind of, you are sort of uh, committed to trying to make this relationship work if I'm getting, hearing in between oh, the lines here, right? I am. I'm trying not okay. to put her on medicine. I, I swear, I'm doing my best. And you know what? When she does wrong, I used to say, get in your bed. Now, after she does that, she flies in her bed for punishment, and I hate to use that, but... Right. She flies and gets in her bed and starts barking at me viciously. Yeah. I can't believe how vicious she could be. Right. And and I the only thing that ever put me in the hospital was a cat bite. A little kitten bit me. And that's the only thing that, and I have been kicked on by um, horses, kicked by cows. I mean, but that was the only wow. thing that was life threatening. And because the, so the, the mouth. Scratch? Yeah, exactly. And the, oh, and the, so the pastorella was just so intense. So, um, Three days IV antibiotics. So I don't bite wounds are wow. taken so seriously. And 
I have other dogs that need some behavior training, and I'll say, yeah, let's go work with a trainer. But I am telling you, this is like my red alert is going off, and I'm. It's. Yeah. I really want you to reach out to Tufts, and your own veterinarian will help. There's like a. They want a whole medical history now with Zoom that you maybe you could set something up where you don't have to drive up. It's in Grafton, Mass. And again, there is a waiting list, but I think this urgency and the fact that you do have an autoimmune disease, I would have your yeah. veterinarian advocate for you and say, listen, we need help because we they can prescribe things, but at the same time, they will make a whole list of things that you're going to do at home with the behavior side of things, okay? Um, yes, and I if, don't hit her either. I don't hit oh, her. Oh, I know. I yeah, no, I know that. Although, I know that you're tempted. I mean, you could throw her, right? Yes, <laughs> you would yes. never do that, but you know, I she's small. I know. Yeah. I know, but you have to be safe. So um, if you aren't getting all the information right now, because I do have, I have to end the show now. Just give give me a call at the hospital, but it's Tufts Veterinary School, and they have a strong behavior department, okay? Tufts Veterinary School. Right, right. Now, where is that, in Connecticut? It's in Grafton, Mass. It's in Grafton, Mass. Listen, um, I'm going to put you, I'm going to have Tom, I'm going to put you on hold, all right, and I'll get you the information. I don't want you to feel rushed, but I really have to go, and I want to thank Tom, my producer, for making sure that the show runs as as well as it does, and we're going to see you next time. I'll be back in two weeks, I promise. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.